Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Back in town, ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Slam show is in your ears for the week of May 3rd, 2021. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. How are you, sir? It feels amazing to be back in studio, I guess. (laughs) This is weird because, yeah, the boys are back actually together. This is the first time in a year, in a year that we are actually... Over a year. In over a year that we are actually... In the same room. This is weird. I know. I know. <laughs> Actually, uh, yeah, six feet. Back up. Um, it's all right. We're both good. Uh, we're good. We're vexed. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are here. Sons of Slam Show, Twitter, SoundCloud, Spot, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It is good to be back and have you here and actually see your face and not on Zoom. Um, I forgot how ugly you are. Um, I forgot how ugly I am, too. <laughs> and uh, I've been looking at myself for the past year, so I'm happy that I don't have to look at myself anymore. <laughs> I kid, I kid. So we, <laughs> uh, we are on the road to absolutely nothing other than something that's going to depress me tonight. Tonight, Wednesday, is blood and guts. That it is. That it is. And why, why does that hurt so much? Because we were supposed to be there. <laughs> we were supposed to be at the rock. 
at Prudential Center in Jersey uh, last year at, I think they pushed it back to, uh, it was originally February and then they pushed it back to June or July? It was originally March 25th. I'm not even close. Go ahead. Then they pushed it back, I believe, to July 13th. I think was that Ju- was the date. It was July. It was in July. I don't remember the exact date. Right. I'm going to say the 13th because it's the day that sticks out in my head. Okay. Then it got pushed back to November. Right. And then it got pushed back again to... Mm, I don't think they, that was it. Didn't was, they push it back to this summer? I didn't get a, another notification. No, so it was just November, and then they were just like, everybody go fuck yourself. <laughs> that was it. And then they then they started uh, getting uh, uh, dates uh, for the other dates that right before Blood and Guts. Um, the, the Rochester, Rochester show. show um, they rescheduled all those dates, and they posted them up on, uh, on their site. Everything but the Prudential show. And yeah. so uh, <laughs> we got... Uh, we got ousted. We were looking very much forward to Blood and Guts, which is happening tonight at Daly's Place. Um, still looking forward to watching it, but it's it's a little bittersweet that we were supposed to actually see it live. But uh, we will get there at some point. We will see in this year. I'm guaranteeing it. This year we will see an AEW show live, which was supposed to be the Inner Circle versus the Elite, which would have been a great, great match. Yeah. So Inner Circle's still there. <laughs> Inner Circle's still there. In the mix. Uh, the Elite is kind of still there. It's just cons- still, but well, just- no, it is still there. It's just consisted of different people now. Different people and a different uh, side. <laughs> they basically yeah. just uh, switch sides. But I'm I'm down with uh, what they have going on with the pinnacle, uh, the, the pineapple. Um, so we will, uh, we will get the to... The f- Four Horsemen. Of what? Of the, the pinnacle. pinnacle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Four Horsemen and Wardlow. And... <laughs> <laughs> you know, ironically, Wardlow talks the most now. Like, I've never heard him talk. He won't shut the hell up. <laughs> he just keeps talking like he's talking for everybody now. Who cuts a better promo, Sean Spears or Wardlow? Uh, Wardlow at this point. I know, right? It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's very weird. Like, this entire time he could have been talking. Um, let's get into uh, outside stuff first before we get into uh, the meat and potatoes of everything that happened and did not happen this week because Raw, woo, good God. Um Let's get to it. So uh, I found this interesting. So Tony Khan uh, was interviewed. Um, I just want to give kudos sure. to you having this. I'm sorry to interrupt. Please. I, uh, you have this little screen, this little TV behind us set yes. up, and yeah. it is perfect. <laughs> I love the new studio setup. The it new looks, studio It's setup. awesome. It reminds me of the old uh, CSB days. Oh, that was flashback. I had to. I had to get the. I had to get the, <laughs> the word out. The, the letters. Uh, I had to get the, the letters. Right, the right order. That, the right alphabet. BCS. What? BC. <laughs> the FSB S-S-B-C-D. Championship uh, <laughs> Studio. But yeah, it Are looks you, good. I, I'm glad that you're impressed with uh, <laughs> with with the screener. I've always wanted to know what's going on while you look up past. <laughs> past me in the camera <laughs> why well, look at me i'm here look at me um stop ignoring me so here it is so tony khan uh was inter- interviewed by uh, entrepreneur.com and he said uh asked basically about the differences between uh, aew and wwe and he kind of took a shot uh indirect shot indirect direct shot at wwe Saying, uh, quote, there's a lot of differences between AEW and WWE, Khan said. I don't do really cheap DQ finishes to prolong something. There are other wrestling programs where you might see multiple disqualifications and countouts in a week. I believe in giving the fans a finish to the match. I believe in not false advertising programs and people. I might hype something I really believe in, but there is a big difference between hyping something and false advertising outright. 
and I've never done the latter. I think that's why we have a lot of goodwill with the audience. Direct shot to the Christian saga. Okay. False advertising. It's the only thing that I can think of that Raw, WWE has quote-unquote directly false advertised. How so? Remember when Christian was on Raw and they were touting this, this Christian versus Randy Orton match? Yeah. And then it just never it happened. Just never happened because WWE. Yeah. Right. Well, it's because he was on a no contact list. Like he could not mm. okay. be in contact with anybody because of his concussion issues. Even though we find out now, <laughs> man can still work. The man can still work. It's it's weird that people leave WWE and magically just not magically, but they can all of a sudden just work. Is that a is that a call out to AEW just basically putting anybody out there, or is that a call out to WWE just not having the patience for people and just saying, "Listen, you know, screw them, let's move on." Probably a little bit of both. Okay. WWE does have a very WWE is very ADD esque. They are. <laughs> it's like the next shiny to, new toy. Exactly. That they were just rammed down your throat repeatedly over and over again. Like James Woods in uh, Family Guy. Ooh, piece candy. Ooh, piece <laughs> candy. <laughs> Ooh, another wrestler. Ooh, a Hall of Famer. <laughs> very true. Very true. Uh, so yeah, so I. I Agree with him wholeheartedly. That it's it just seems like uh, there's constant. And I was watching uh, like a recap show the other day on YouTube. They I think the the number and uh, shout out to um, what culture wrestling because I, I love those guys. Uh, they've counted so far on Raw and SmackDown 52 instances of uh, interference by another wrestler to end the match. And I think tw- uh, that combined with disqualifications, uh, to which it averages out to about 1.6 times a show <laughs> that you will get Jesus. A, uh, uh, a DQ or a run-in of some sort. Um, he also goes on to say, following through on the things you say you're going to do and trying to deliver a show, that's in the spirit of what the fans want to see week in, week out, and offering fresh matches, fresh matches and fresh programs is a, big, is a big part of it. You know, not doing the same matches 17 weeks in a row over and over again. There's your direct shot. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Raw, yeah. Raw, hot damn, man. Raw is just, you can watch one week of Raw and just know what's going to happen either three or four weeks ahead of time or three or four weeks behind. So it's not like you have to have a constant storyline. And it's the same company. Why, in the same question, I'm going to ask, why is it that WWE on Raw consistently has, for a three-hour show, the same matches every single week? Every week. We, we This week, we had Shayna Baszler, this past Monday, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax against Lana and Naomi for the 500th time. Meanwhile, SmackDown, they keep bringing out like new stuff. It's the same same promos, but it's the same uh, uh, programs, but different ways of doing it. It makes zero sense. <laughs> it really does. It's, I don't get it. Uh, I don't. Know. It just seems like the 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 writers are two on two totally separate worlds um, on either side. Uh, so Tony <laughs> Tony taking that shot. Um, speaking of Tony Khan and his uh, his program AEW, they're looking to run full capacity at Daly's place for uh, Double or Nothing. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly just had a concert there. Ran full capacity. Let's uh, go. In the, in the venue. Um, no, seriously, let's go. Let's go. Let's go <laughs> let's to go. Jacksonville. <laughs> that is happening uh, May 30th. Oh, my um, God. That's this month. That is this month. Jesus. <laughs> Welcome. Um, 
Yeah, so no matches have been announced. I didn't realize that was so close. It is. I didn't think it was that close either. Um, but yeah, it's it's a May like beginning of summer event. Um, this is so this year it's happening May thirtieth uh, at Daly's place, and no matches have been uh, announced yet. Uh, but they're looking to sell out, man. Do you think they put everybody in the seats as and not on the floor? Because um, I'm assuming that's what MGK did. He had the concert stage set up along the lines of where the ring is. Right. And then everybody else was sitting in the seats. So according to this, outward. He, well, it says, uh, uh, I'm trying to read what, uh, 5,500 uh, seat capacity. Um, he had, yeah, so so Machine Gun Kelly had everybody basically I, where the floor is, where the ring is, as as you just said. Um opening up the entirety of Daily's Place for ticket sales and making a whole weekend of it. So they'll have a house show on Friday, Fan Fest on Saturday, and then and then um, Double or Nothing on Sunday. So this is the WrestleMania. This is it. <laughs> this has to be it. Yeah, absolutely. This is a, yeah. Uh, what, I, yeah, I think Double or Nothing has to be it. Like, uh, Revolution was like their SummerSlam <laughs> to this. Yeah. <clears throat> to but this nobody year. wanted to listen to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Revolution's like their... Like the WrestleMania. I, I really thought it was. Um, so it says uh, AEW Blood and Guts even has less than 200 tickets left for tonight's big show. So I'm surprised they have any tickets left. They, they uh, Yeah, look at that. I, it, I didn't even know that. For tonight's show, they're, they're even close to selling out for tonight. But it's not. Uh, they're not doing like 5,500 seats. Um, no. They're probably doing maybe 2,500. Yeah, maybe. Wow. I would say they're probably putting in at most half capacity. Uh, even that's still still impressive, you know. Um, listen, Mania did it with twenty five grand. Uh, so you know. they did twenty five thousand in an eighty thousand capacity stadium. Right. So this, but this one, yeah. So this one's going to be like, like next to each other. <laughs> yeah. You, you are definitely going to rub uh, shoulders with somebody else here. Um, so tonight I'm looking forward to, uh, uh, as already mentioned, looking forward to Blood and Guts. But now with a added, that I didn't even see before, added bonus of uh, actually having a lot of people there. <laughs> so that should yep. be good. Uh, just don't blow anything up. Anyway, um, <laughs> moving on, I am going to find a new role in WWE because it was just revealed uh, their strange rules for backstage interviewers. Interviewers. That was when New York came out. Interviewers. Um so that was so new. <laughs> Scott Stanford was Yonkers. Yonkers. Why? <laughs> Scott Stanford was uh, interviewed. He's the new broadcast uh, member for WWE. The Launchcast uh, interviewed him, basically saying that to uh, go through Vince McMahon and his his uh, interviewing process, and when you send in a tape and him tossing uh, tapes at people he doesn't like, you basically just have to be short. To do this, which is perfect for me. Damn. Um, <laughs> which is why uh, Caleb Braxton Nick sells at this, and so does uh, Scott Stanford apparently now. So he says, quote, when the time came, WWE was looking for a new studio host. The demo I made was just me working with all their talent, and it looked like I had worked for the company already. I get a call from the main guy back at the time and said we got about 300 tapes for a studio position. We narrowed it down to five. Vince McMahon hated all of them. And Vince looked at Stanford's demo and said, get this guy in here now. Uh, I did the audition. Damn it. Damn it. Get him in here now. I did the audition with Joey Styles. Here's a, a name. Throwback. Fellow short man. And yeah, there you go. And got the gig. Next you know, 
I'm doing studio shows. They're calling me to do play-by-play on the road. I was a little too tall, so I had to kneel down because you always have to make the superstar look bigger. That's why now you'll see small females who stand and look up. I makes that a lot. That makes a lot of sense. It's, uh, right. So it's like you'll you'll never see in an interview interview the interviewer uh, taller than the interviewee. Uh, I bet this also has to do something along the lines with them having shorter superstars nowadays. So what happens? Like in male the- superstars, particularly. Daniel Bryan. I don't think Seth Rollins is no 6'4", 220. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I just find it also interesting, like, uh, like what, what happens in interviews at NXT when uh, when when the way is, is getting interviewed. Johnny Gargano is short. I mean, he's like, what, six? Like 5'11", five, five, six feet? I would not be surprised if he's not six feet. And Candice LeRae is what, like 5'4"? Yeah. So she, there's no way that anybody's like kneeling for her that's a good point maybe they have platforms <laughs> like they have them stand on platforms why does austin theory look seven feet tall <laughs> <laughs> tall short little guy um I, I just found that it was a very curious uh uh article that i read and that, that just answers a lot of questions <laughs> as to why all these interviewers are so short uh because they seek them out uh Bless you. No. Yeah. Uh, no. Good. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> False up. alarm, I guess. Next up. Uh, WWE is currently working on a Nexus documentary. Give uh, me. G- give me now. Uh, Nexus uh, 2010 SummerSlam. That's when they uh, came to be. Uh, the faction was unlike any the WWE had at the time. And former Nexus member uh, Darren Young took to Twitter and revealed that WWE is currently making a documentary based on Nexus. And I am all for it. Who was the most successful member of the Nexus? Uh, was it Wade Barrett? Was it... It's either Wade Barrett or it's Heath Slater. Let's be honest. Yeah. Hmm. Right? Because Daniel Bryan was never a member of the Nexus. Well, David uh, Atunga... Has the hottest wife. Has the hottest wife now, who's uh, an amazing singer. And, I don't know if and they're a, still married. An Academy Award there. They are? Academy Award oh, winner. Yes. So she's... she's they got kids, too, if I'm not mistaken. Got, I've got kids. Yeah, so does Heath, Heath Slater. Heath Ledger. Yeah, but Heath Ledger be fucking... <laughs> he what? He, <laughs> I, stepped on, I stepped on that one. <laughs> Repeat that, please. He'd be fucking... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> how about... um. I'm a Ryback. Uh, Listen, I think... <laughs> I'm just going I think... Fuck Ryback. <laughs> I think I speak for everyone when I say the real reason we want the Nexus documentary is to know what exactly happened with Michael Tarver. Thank you for... Uh, you see, this is why I have you here for the names. Michael Tarver, um, least successful. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I mean, listen, of, of, the, of the ones picture that we see here, I would put Tarver at the bottom. Yeah. Um... My man here from uh, South Africa, Justin Gabriel. Thank you. Uh, second, to, second to bottom, uh, Ryback. Uh, third in the wrestling business, I beg to differ. I'm going in. in uh, I would say Otunga. Yeah, but he was also a, a commentator for a while too. Yeah, but at least at least Ryback had a push. Uh, I guess slight, <laughs> slight push. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then uh, Otunga Ryback. I'm gonna say it's Heath Slater. It's it's Heath Slater and Wade Barrett. Slater and then Barrett. Barrett is number one. Like yeah. Barrett is still in WWE. He has a, a cush job with NXT right now. Like Barrett's he's, also a low key movie star. Yeah, <laughs> he's got roles. People too. forget about that. He's got roles there. Um, 
Yeah. So I, I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, yeah, the only people still with the company are Wade Barrett and, and Otunga. Otunga still still uh, is employed. Is he still over there? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's in some uh, shape or fashion. Um, oh, and Darren Young. Yeah. I'm just uh, reading what he's, he posted here today. I probably wore my New Japan track jacket during the filming of WWE's Network Doc. Nice. Untold Nexus because I wanted to represent the best hour of pure professional wrestling on the planet. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. Hashtag. Mm, okay. Right. <laughs> okay, Darren. If that's what you say. If that's what you think, <laughs> so be it. Um, the reason why Sasha Banks has been kept off of uh, WWE television has been basically she wants to give uh, the shine to uh, to Bailey and to Bianca Belair in the meantime, and also to have when Sasha attacks Belair, inevitably. That it means something. That was a uh, tenured member of the WWE uh, team said that. Um, so we're going back to the Boston Hug connection. Mm. They, they they should just go back. Like when Belair inevitably does at some point down, hopefully later down the road, uh, drops the title to either one of them. Um, they should re- re- renew that that uh, rivalry. With Sasha and, and Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We need another takeover Brooklyn type match. Although this past one was close. The last one between Sasha and Bailey was close. Uh, in the cage? Yes. Yeah. 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 Was it in the cage? It was the uh, Hell in a Cell. Was that the last one? I don't know. It's been a while. It has been. It's been a while. <laughs> Check that out. Um, they, they also said they didn't want to throw it away on a three-way match since that's basically all they seem to be doing now. Just everybody's just going to chime in and, and insert themselves in, in three-way title matches. So that's where uh, Sasha's been. Um, AEW, Daniel Bryan, by the way, uh, on SmackDown, we'll get to that, uh, is basically out of WWE. Uh, technically, he's out. His contract expired. Uh, WWE is heavily looking to uh, re-sign him. Just because he is Daniel Bryan, um, and it was it, Hell in a Cell. Sorry, yep, there you go. Oh my God! Wait, hold on. Good. Oh Jesus! No, I got it. At least you have it queued up. I have it here. What's it? Uh, yep, 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 yep. And there we go. Hell. Bitch, you guessed it. You was right. It's so it's so rare. I just got to do it. Um, yeah, you do. Yeah. So Daniel Bryan uh, is hopefully getting re-signed by WWE, and AEW has gone on record saying that he they believe that Daniel Bryan will stay in WWE. Can you imagine if AEW grabs him? If AEW signs Bryan Danielson, <laughs> Bryan Danielson, it yes. would be <laughs> the biggest thing in pro wrestling because then that means he can wrestle anywhere. Yeah, you could have Daniel Bryan. Versus Josh Alexander and Impact. Wouldn't that just appeal to you though? Like I know he's he's gonna make a lot more money probably with WWE. Yeah, well for sure. Um, not that the cons are, are cheap in any way, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure McMahon will open up the the purse for someone like Brian. But creatively, in his mind, and he seems like that kind of guy. It would just be like it would open up so many more doors for him to just have different combinations of of matches. You f- you forget that if he were to go to AEW, like it's, I'm sorry, it seems like, ma- like WWE his time in WWE as far as champion goes, unless they give him a, like one more ra- run, which is not likely at this point. He could definitely have that uh, in AEW. 
see Christian. Absolutely. See Christian. Exactly. He could, and and they both have concussion issues. No, well, I guess Daniel Ryan's is more neck issues. Yeah. The amount of different matches that you could have with a Daniel Bryan in AEW mm. is astronomical. The amount of matches you could have with a Daniel Bryan in WWE is somewhat limited, but I would say if Bryan stays in WWE, I think he should go to NXT. <laughs> okay. He was a part of the first season. People, people forget about that. In that weird... Uh, the game show season. Mentor-mentee role. Yes. yes. In which he had the Miz, the Miz. <laughs> as his mentor, which is hilarious. That is, it is hysterical. <laughs> it is hysterical. But if yep. you have him go to NXT, you have Daniel Bryan, Johnny Gargano. You have a Daniel Bryan versus Ciampa. You have Daniel Bryan versus Finn Balor. Daniel Bryan versus Karrion Cross. Daniel Bryan versus Kyle O'Reilly. Adam Cole. Pete Dunne. That, that Adam Cole-Daniel Bryan match was one of the best matches I've ever seen in my life. My yeah. life. My life. Exactly. Um, and Pat McAfee was on that call, wasn't he? He was. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Yeah. I Listen. I think that would be that would that would be amazing in in fantasy booking land. That would be amazing. Will it happen? Well, Probably not. <laughs> in fantasy booking land, I would have him go to AEW. Okay, only because of the amount of listen. Daniel Bryan is an indie wrestler, the American Dragon. People forget <laughs> mm. if he were to go to AEW and have these astronomically amazing matches with Kenny Omega, mm. with the Young Bucks, mm. with. Fuck it, Eddie Kingston. Yeah. That would be amazing. You have an ultimate baby face in what could be an ultimate heel. Yeah. It would be insane. And then because of AEW breaking down the, the I almost said fourth wall, <laughs> before uh, the forbidden door. Forbidden. You can have him go to Impact, and you can have him wrestle, like I said, a Josh Alexander, who is the X Division champion right now. Mm. You can have him go to AAA and wrestle Andrade. For what I would assume would be the AAA Mega Championship whenever Andrade wins it back, but not re- not soon, right? Because Kenny still has it. Kenny's. <laughs> Speaking of Kenny Omega, it's and uh, I didn't pull this up, but I, I heard him mention it. Uh, Booker T. Booker T. Uh, five time, five time, five time, five time, five time. There mentioned that uh, he is not up for. Hey, you I, got it. <laughs> you just count it on your hand. Uh, he mentioned that he's not for. Uh, see if I can pull this up here, but he's not for the idea of Kenny Omega having all these belts. What? I I'm just telling you what he said. Um, yeah. What? He was not. He's not for the idea of having. Uh, yeah, here it is. Kenny, Booker T says uh, Kenny Omega winning ti- winning the Impact World Title should not have gone down. Uh, let me see what his quote is. I don't know what Impact is thinking right now. Maybe they're thinking about the rub. It's a cool moment for AEW. It's not a cool moment for Impact Wrestling. I uh, let me put a parenthesis in that. I completely, they, I, I completely agree. But I disagree. For okay, but we'll get to it. Unless I own both companies and I was working the fans at the same time with both of my companies, for Rich Swan to go out and lose the title to Kenny Omega does absolutely nothing, in my opinion. In parentheses for Impact, un parentheses period unquote. I agree. Wow, you did get all of those things in there. 
That's what I do. Um, <laughs> it, listen, it, it, it's great for it's great for wrestling. It's great for fans like us. It's great for especially it's great for Impact. It's great for AEW. It's not great for Impact. How? It's not great because what? Do it's you, not great for AEW. <laughs> it's it's doesn't it really doesn't matter for AEW exactly it which ma- is it why it's great impact it, it does matter for impact that's like someone like that's like saying like Roman Reigns comes to impact he, he wins the title and then now he's still on WWE TV but he can go on both yeah it's better for impact but why not have an impact wrestler have the belts or win a belt I would hope it's because it's Tony always- Khan is buying impact well then then this all makes sense exactly to what he just said to what he just said, if you are the owner of both companies and you could swap back and forth and just go from from one company to another, it makes sense. If if Swan tonight, you see Swan barge in on Kenny Omega and beat his ass and they set up a match for double or nothing, great. And then he wins the belt back there, great. I mean, that's not happening. He, Fantasy he, he may barge in. He may attack Kenny Omega. There may be a match at double or nothing, mm-hmm. but he's not winning that championship back yet. Okay. Well, whatever he does, all I'm saying is for for Impact as a company, if I'm the owner of Impact and I said to listen to to Tony Khan, listen, I at some point I, I appreciate you guys coming in and giving the rub for Impact Wrestling, but there goes my belt. It's out the door, and now it's it's on AEW television, and Kenny Omega is holding four different belts. Yeah. So then, okay. So then you basically have this rented wrestler on your program holding your belt. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Good retort. You um, have one of the greatest wrestlers in the world. Mm-hmm. One of the main reasons. Mm, okay, I'll say it. One of the main reasons why people are tuning in to AEW mm. is because of Kenny Omega. One of the reasons. Yeah. One of the reasons. Mm-hmm. There's five reasons. No, please listen. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. The Kenny Young Omega. Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the greatest rapper of all time. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Yes, go ahead. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Chris Jericho, Cody Rhodes, and because people don't know but have heard of Hangman Page. That's what I think. Okay. You have Co- uh, Chris Jericho came out and said that. I don't see. I don't watch it for Hangman Page. But you, I do. <laughs> well, see, it's good to have you here because now you got that stern look. I do. <laughs> I watch it for him. So shut up. There has been in history when you start a new promotion, mm. you have roughly four or five wrestlers that you base the promotion around. Sure. Those are those five wrestlers. Okay. The reason AEW started and took off the way it did was because of those five people, most of which being EVPs. Right. Right. That's why. I think people tune in to AEW because they want to see... Well, originally. I'll say originally, that's why people tuned into AEW. They wanted to see what these wrestlers that they have heard about on social media, in their timelines, how they came to be. Mm. The Bullet Club is the big reason why AEW got started. So give me G.O.D. on AEW come you know next week, two weeks. Mm. And let's actually have a proper Bullet Club Civil War. 
Listen, if that, you can get that. That just went all over the place. <laughs> I, see what you, I, heard you, I heard you. I got you. But it was one stream of consciousness. <laughs> I promise. If, you, if we can get that, again, fantasy booking, if that could be a thing, then I agree with, I, I agree with the partnership. I just don't agree with the, the acquisition of their belts to another wrestler again, or to another wrestler in AEW until someone from Impact could do the same thing for AEW and take their belt. Do you agree with... It's only fair. Would you have agreed with Brock Lesnar winning the IWGP Heavyweight Championship? Or what about Kurt Angle? Uh, Yes, absolutely. Kurt Angle was never signed to New Japan. Right. He was one of the original belt collectors. Mm. He had a whole bunch of title belts, then won. While Impact... Exactly. Right. And then he won the IWGP championship. Right. Hell, the current IWGP heavy... I forgot what it is. I think it's now the IWGP world heavyweight champion because they had to combine the two. It is. So him being... Come on, Joe. You can do it. <laughs> Don't pull on me. Uh, Will Ospreay. Okay. Oh, fuck, I'm going to have to look that up. Uh-huh. Whoever it is, regardless. Right. I'm going to hear about this, too, from you know who. <laughs> That's what sucks. I fucking hate him. <laughs> well, look it up. They, uh, he is also a champion in Britain. Mm-hmm. Like He is also a British champion. R-A-Y. <laughs> while, while you were looking that up. Um, I, I listen, I understand and I completely get as far as the, the bell collector aspect of it. Hell, Kurt Angle, the only difference being is that Kurt Angle was not in WWE. Kurt Angle was in, again, Impact Wrestling. So Impact Wrestling at least has the idea, the right idea for wrestling fans to not be <sighs> held down, not held down, but shown all only their wrestlers. And I think it's great for the business of wrestling, as many other people have said, even Jericho said on you know, Stone Cold's podcast, the the idea of breaking down that forbidden door and spreading the wealth and having these ideas of fantasy bookings to be able to put this guy together that you normally wouldn't see these two together because they're in totally totally separate uh, organizations. So, listen, if someone in Impact, if Rich Swan can go, again, he can go over to, and I, I still can't believe I'm saying Rich Swan for uh, as champion, if he can go to AEW, and take the belt or have a, a match with Omega where he wins the belt back, then all this is, that's fine. So you're just basically setting up a long, long-term long storyline with it, then then hats off. But as of right now, I, I just, I don't I, 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 it's, I agree on the AEW side, but for Impact's side, I just don't see the benefit. Uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Champion and Rev Pro Champion, Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay, look at you. Thank God. Oh, look at you. Thank God I was right. I, yeah. I love it. Bitch, you guessed it. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. You was right. Uh, he, Kenny Omega, by the way, is set to defend the Impact World title at Under Siege May 15th. And there Against? is no name yet. Damn. No name yet. Um, May 15th. And then Double or Nothing is on May 30th? 30th. So 15 days later. Okay. He's going in. Yeah. So. Twice. He's a busy guy. All right. He's a busy guy. Uh, that's all I got. What? Anything else? Um, I just had a couple things on the Daniel Bryan saga. 
Okay. It was Fightful Select that stated that uh, various sources in and outside of WWE that Brian's contract did expire last week or was set to expire after he lost to Roman Reigns on Friday night. Right. It was further stated that while higher level sources were aware of Brian's contract running out, Brian himself hadn't openly talked about his WWE contract status. No talks regarding a farewell backstage, but something could have happened in private. And he was also moved to the alumni section. And he was moved to the alumni, yes. So, now it could all be a work. We've seen it happen before. They like to work us as fans. They were. They like to work. They, uh, you know, just it's little details like that where you know you get uh, you get uh, someone moved to a, another section, and you're like, oh my god, he's he, he is done. Yeah. <laughs> For either storyline purposes or not. Even though we never saw it with Big Show, which was hilarious. Yeah. He got moved to the alumni section, and then the next day, and then off he was announced. <laughs> As Paul White. <laughs> Paul White is signed. Have you watched any of Dark uh, Elevation? No. <laughs> no. I mean, they signed this. I, they I signed... have no time to watch Raw. I know. What makes you think I could watch <laughs> AEW Dark Elevation? Uh, you watch BTE, so I figured that you know, at some point. It's you're... 15 to 25 minutes on a Monday afternoon that I can watch during my lunch break at work. Got it. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway. Um... Can't fit a full three-hour freaking Monday Night Raw into a lunch break. There's got to be an easier way. There's <laughs> got to be an easier way. Well, I can't believe you watch Raw and don't watch BTE. I think that's the more stupid thing. I think, um, well, you know why I watch Raw? Because of this show. <laughs> Dude, let's be honest. How many watch, times do we actually talk about Raw? Watch the damn show, would you? Jeez, we do a podcast. We How do many times do we talk about Raw? We're about to talk about it right now because there's a huge reason why we're about to talk about it. This well, week. spoiler alert. I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new host. If there's anybody that's looking for a wrestling uh, podcast uh, gig, please uh, email me. <laughs> uh, One that pays well, wink. Wink, wink, hint, hint. <laughs> Shit. All right. Anyway, <laughs> do you have anything else before we, we no, get on here? Jackass. All right, let's move on to uh, SmackDown. We're going in reverse here. Um, so get to SmackDown and then to Raw, we'll talk about. And then NXT, we have uh, some new champs over there. And then tonight's Blood and Guts, we will preview that. So, uh, SmackDown, we had uh, Bianca Belair and her hubby with the Street Profits taking on uh, Bailey, Ziggler, and Rude. Uh, and uh, Street Profits and Belair take the win after uh, Montez Ford with uh, probably with the highest I've ever seen him do a springboard splash. Um, it's because he went from the actual rope instead he, of the turnbuckle. He went from the rope, <laughs> so he jumped onto the rope and then and then did it. Very impressive. He, he's a he is a gem. Um, by the way, we have next week is uh, uh, the go home shows for everything until uh, WrestleMania Backlash. WrestleMania SummerSlam, All Elite Wrestling all backlash. Elite backlash to Electric Boogaloo. Um, let's see here. Uh, we had it's such a played out joke, the electric boogaloo, but it makes me laugh it will every never, time. It will never be played out. <laughs> I will, I will drill into the ground till I die. Uh, um, Natalia and Tamina actually defeated uh, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, and Baszler and Jackson. At least I give them credit. They, they're, they're, they're finally putting the champions on both shows. Um, it should have been all three, but at least we got tag champs. So now we have tag champs because apparently we can't have. Yeah, so now they can't go on NXT? No. It's just some bullshit. <laughs> you know, WWE. Just Until they insane. decide to copy the belt collector gimmick and have one of them NXT win both. And, and, uh, 
Then they'll win the Raw Tag Team Championships, and then they'll win the SmackDown Championships. But they, but they, no, intergender matches. But no, but they are the they are the women's tag team champions. I know. It's not like Raw and SmackDown. I know. So of the air quote big shows, the main shows, you have champs, and then NXT you have their own champs. That's so, what I'm saying. They go into a bug collector gimmick where the women will win the Raw Tag Team Champions all within against the same company. AJ Styles and Omos. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so there was that match. Um, of course, we had a DQ put out, put on the board. Uh, Big E taking on Apollo Cruz, and Apollo Cruz losing to Big E uh, via disqualification because why not? And uh, we had uh, Aziz uh, in the mix there with uh, being involved in that uh, DQ. I like him as that character. You put him in something, man. At least, you know, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Put him in, in something. Cause I'll still probably call him Dabakato at some point. Like, it will yeah. eventually happen. They, they really should. I, I wish someone would reference, just as, as a joke, reference his time at an underground. <laughs> like, didn't I see you down somewhere? Um, then you have to also reference it for Omos. Uh, sure, why not? He was the security guard. <laughs> sure, why not? With the gold chain. With the gold chain and the uh, turtleneck. Oh, I, I remember. I remember he just stood over uh, Shane McMahon in that god-awful uh, era of WWE, which also uh, was the beginning of um, Retribution, but we won't go there. Um, what an awful time of wrestling. <laughs> what an aw- like, let me just really quick go on a tangent here. Uh, last year, at this time, we started with the no-fan uh, WWE yep. in the PC. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, just, th- there was nobody. Like, they, they had... If they if they had WrestleMania with at least the NXTers or the you know the the train trainees around the ring that might have been okay but they didn't they had nobody there yeah like for the first couple months if you remember that time there was absolutely nobody in the arena other than Michael Cole and uh, and Graves and then Triple H for that first uh, show and then you know uh, then Triple H for that first show um it's just such a weird time anyway I digress uh. and then we had the the main event which was uh, Roman Reigns taking on uh. Oh, by the way, uh, the return of, well, it was the week before. We didn't even get a chance to talk about it. Alistair Black is back. Oh, yeah. He's back. And he has this new uh, this new creepy uh, character where he basically is telling this, this tale of, of him, <laughs> the tale of Alistair Black. Um, is it just me or does it give Dark Order vibes? Like original Exalted One vibes. Hmm. Right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, he I, calls himself the Dark Father. Dark Father. I mean, it's it's. <laughs> yeah, it's I, a I little copycat. I could see it. I could see it. Um, and also, well, we'll get to it in a second. Uh, Roman Reigns taking on Daniel Bryan, and uh, if Bryan lost, he is gone uh, from SmackDown. And guess what? Daniel Bryan lost. Um, what a shame! Nobody saw that coming. What a shame! Nobody saw that. Uh, he was getting his ass kicked at the end of the match, and uh, Cesaro came out for the save, and uh, he gets tied up in the ropes by uh, Jay, and Reigns just assaults Daniel Bryan and uh, basically bars him from SmackDown. It wasn't even like you were fired. You basically you're barred from the show. This is why I would think that Daniel Bryan's not leaving the company. Why is that? Because I'll, I'll present an argument on both sides. Sure. I don't think Daniel Bryan's leaving WWE because they kept on saying he is now barred from SmackDown. They have not come out and say that Daniel Bryan's been fired Mm. or something like that. Mm. 
which is why it lends to believe that he is just barred from SmackDown. He will probably show up on AEW, on Raw. <laughs> Your subconscious is creeping in here. It is. It really is, because I want him to go to AEW. Uh, He'll probably show up on Raw and challenge fucking Bobby Lashley or some shit. Hmm. He could also be leaving WWE because yes, good. there has been, I forgot where that fucking consciousness was going. I'm Sorry. all over the place. Um, I, I, I <laughs> It'll come back to me. Just give me a sec. I, I will also say that he is a huge part of uh, of SmackDown and we were talking about just the or, creative, the creative mm-hmm. like originality on their show on Fridays as opposed to Mondays and just the repetitive nature of Monday nights. Um. We had some new faces on Monday night this week, uh, but for the I most part, it. please go ahead. It was the uh, two things, the alumni section and the concerto. The concerto, yeah. Because that's kind of a, a, it's really just creeping back into my subconsciousness, AEW. Okay. It's WWE's signature that if someone's leaving, you hit him in the head with a chair. It seems like it's, yeah. Right? For the most part, yeah. Or you, it's something to do with the head. Yes. You do it to Christian when he got punted, mm-hmm. even sure. though he came back and then left. Paul White. Paul, did he get? He got punted, but he still he was he was there. But he got eventually he got punted by Orton. Yeah, and then he got punked, which is why he it, Paul White. You know, on every interview he talks about, that's why he, he felt uh, 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 disgraced. Yeah, <laughs> by WWE and Matt Hardy being the biggest one. Mm, yes, Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. Took a steel chep, steel chair on the steel steps. There we go. It's a lot to get out. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's that. Uh, Monday Night Raw uh, has the return of a- AJ Styles and Omas. And we come to find out in his promo that he is in five years. It, it's, it has to be a record. Uh, the shortest time to become a Grand Slam, unless uh, I'm curious as to like Bailey. And when how long she took because she's at, she hasn't been in WWE like in on the on the main roster. Uh, yeah, I would say, yeah. Like when when did she get called over to? Uh, Wasn't to that Raw? in the original draft? Was it? I think so. No, the original no. draft was no. The original draft was like years ago. Uh, it was at it was after. Remember, remember when uh, in the beginning of the women's evolution. Revolution, yeah. what was it? Evolution, be- yeah, yeah. At the beginning of the women's evolution, mm-hmm. that which we also have to talk about, evolution. We will we'll get right to that. Um, yes. <laughs> it was. Remember they did that the whole triple threat. I mean uh, trios type of thing. Yes. So you had Team PCB, mm-hmm. Paige, Charlotte, Becky. Yeah. Creative, right? Yeah. <laughs> PCB. Uh, Team Bad, <laughs> which was that shit. To me, yeah, me too. <laughs> Tamina. Team Bad, yes, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks and Naomi. And Naomi, yep. And then Team Bella. And she, who was, by the way, she gave a huge uh, huge shout out to Team Bad and uh, on Stone Cold's podcast. Yeah. And then Team Bella, who was the Bellas. The Bella Twins and Alicia Fox. Oh, Alicia Fox is right. <laughs> People forget. <laughs> That's psycho. Yeah. So, but Bailey came after that because they were all right. up. Right. At the time, up. Up. <laughs> and then they eventually... Uh, Bailey came up. Um, what a time, man! I I missed that original NXT. <laughs> I 
uh, it, it was, it's still good now. It's not like it's it's downgraded. No, but that original NXT was like. I mean, you have a better appreciation for it now because it's like that first time you smoked weed. <laughs> uh, ironically, I don't remember that at all. Um, I do. Do you? Yeah, I do. It's a story. No, for I do. You know time. No, I do. Oh shit, I do. You know, I, because it was right upstairs. I used to live. We're recording right now in my place upstairs. I used to live with my roommate, who I loathe now, but he was the one that gave me my first. Uh, joint and uh, yeah, I basically sat there. I remember sitting there on the couch, looking at the TV and just sitting, staring at one spot the for about like three hours, and and it didn't move. Yeah, he, he was like, "I'm going to bed." I was like, "Uh huh." But <laughs> 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 I just stayed right there. Anyway, uh, yeah. So AJ is uh, in again. It has to be a record. So in five years, he's become a grand a grand slam uh, champion. Five years. Five years. So kudos to him. And he was a Hall of Famer before. Uh, coming to WWE and people were like he's gonna go down <laughs> with the ship uh, when he goes over to WWE. Uh, no, he's definitely one of the all-time greats. So there's there's that, and then they end up having a uh, the return. Basically, their their explanation for being gone for the last couple of weeks since WrestleMania is that they were down down in the uh, on the islands <laughs> and they were just basically uh, relaxing and chilling down there. Um, on Twitter, they said that they were down in Nigeria. Nigeria. They were partying in Nigeria. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it was a party capital, like Ibiza. Um, <laughs> like Ibiza. Ibiza. Ibiza, Nigeria. Um, so they had a match with uh, New Day. Uh, very funny uh, back and forth. Go check it out if you haven't seen it, um, which I know you haven't. So they had <laughs> they had a, a really good match. Oh, Omos basically, it's it was like WrestleMania all over again because Omos just basically just kicked the shit out of him until... AJ Styles gave him a high five. You're saying that something happened happened on Raw this past week that also happened two weeks ago? Shocker. That, that happens three weeks ago. Shocker. Yeah. A good match. Uh, so AJ Styles and, and almost uh, retain. They had a out-of-nowhere match with Charlotte Flair taking on Dana Brooke, and Charlotte Flair uh, beat her. Su- surprise. Um and then uh, suddenly, this is what we do. Uh, we just ask, either ask for matches or have to have a fight for a match. So Flair basically just asked uh, us, uh, Sonya Deville, for uh, for her to be added to uh, backlash in the uh, in the match. And so yeah, so we're, we're Rhea to, Ripley better win that match. So we're, yeah, she needs a <laughs> she needs to have her come up and. Um, um, and uh, Rhea Ripley also basically said in the in the ring that nobody likes Charlotte, which was a very funny, <laughs> a very funny spot. Uh, also, sidebar: I'm liking again nothing that I'm really fan a fan of with Raw because again it's it's so repetitive, it's just nauseating. But they have this tension now with Sonya Deville and Adam Pearce uh, as as far as you know the general managers, and so it looks like they might split them up and just have one do Raw, one do SmackDown. Um, oh, so you're saying we're gonna get original general managers back? We should. We absolutely should. <laughs> we should. Yeah, put some story to it. Um, let's see here. Uh, Sheamus attacks uh, Humberto Carrillo backstage. Uh, they had. Okay, let's let's get to it then. Um, these. Let me just. Nope. 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 No. Okay. So then they kind of they had a promo uh, with legs and feet and all this other stuff and it and shows for Porsches and Porsche? Porsches and yep. a Porsche and uh, Porsche and it's uh, even Marie. Cut a promo, and she basically said the evolution is here, and it's coming soon. 
God, first of all, she's just so stunningly hot. I, I love her so much. Uh, not not really a fan of her when she was wrestling, but she's just smoking hot. And even now, she's just in better shape than she was then. What's the one thing you remember about Eva Marie's original run? Uh, that she had to go from blonde to red hair because she was demanded by... Oh, what's his name? Carano? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was that. Yeah, anyway, go ahead. What, what's your... Th- uh, when she lost her straps in the oh yeah she had to hold her uh, and she had to hold her toss. I thought we were getting old school WWE back. I was so happy. Yeah, for the old school for the old school part. For old school part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the old school part. <laughs> the old school part. <laughs> yeah, that that. Um, I want to see how she does. She got well. First of all, the internet just just got destroyed because of her, and she got destroyed. And I want to know why. And I'm going to tell you why you're wrong um, in, in blaming her. People were screaming online at her, basically, because mm-hmm. she got hired when they just did a massive firing. Yeah. And first of all, she was hired mu- uh, weeks ago. So, hey, this is not this is not like a brand new hire. She was hired weeks ago, even before the, the massive firing, April 15th. It's not her fault. Like, you no. can still have, listen, hire whoever you think. Vince McMahon can hire whoever she, he wants to hire now. doesn't matter if you just fired you know, 15 people. Like just you can just you can still hire her. It's not her, it's not her doing. It, this is just it's ridiculous that people are blaming her and yelling at her for for getting hired and getting her job back. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Anyway, um, it was also weird because she said she would never return. Did she? I remember her saying like originally that she would not go back to wrestling. Okay. I do want to see how she does because I know her cardio is incredible mm. it's in impeccable shape she goes on like ultra marathons and yeah. stuff like that yeah so shout out cameron haynes <laughs> there you go uh alexa had a uh, spot with uh, lily i'd love to know love to know where that's going and uh the fiend is just again nowhere to be seen uh yeah, what's going on with the fiend i don't know it's, it's it's maybe he's cutting his hair you have another iteration of uh of the fiend we just we just had a rebirth of him. He was burnt. He got reborn, and then he lost at Mania. So it just, or like uh, like Kane. Remember, original Kane actually had hair. Yeah. And then by the time he took off his mask, it was just like it went with mask. faux hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he grew the hair out to go with it. Maybe he's right. like making a new mask <laughs> that'll have fake hair in it. <laughs> fake dreads. Let, let's not wrestle so I can make up this mask. Why does nobody get on Bray Wyatt's ass about having dreads? You know what the whole cultural appropriation thing? Why does? <laughs> n- <laughs> I'm not saying I. I would. I would never do that. Well, white people have dreads. Name one other white person that has dreadlocks. Uh, name name a hippie that doesn't have dreads. I can name one <laughs> one white person that has dreadlocks, and that's it. All, other than Bray Wyatt, all white white people that have dreads are, are the lead singer of Rage Against the Machine. All smell like hemp. Yeah, drug rugs. <laughs> drug rugs. <laughs> They're comfortable and itchy. There you, go. <laughs> you, you sound like a man from experience. You sound like you've known this. Um, yeah. So anyway, all my original thought was Sonya Deville looks like she's probably going to take over uh, Raw. Uh, Charlotte Flair magically inserts herself into the the match, and now there's a triple threat at WrestleMania Backlash. Um, we had a promo with uh, Ms. Morrison. They basically just cut the same exact promo they've been cutting for the last month. Um, and then Damien Priest comes out, uh, says that they would have been murdered in his hood, <laughs> and then has a match with Tom Morrison and then beats him. Uh, Which is probably true, him being from New York. Like, that that would probably happen. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. 
uh, Lucha House Party uh, taking on Cedric and Shelton. And the only big thing about this since uh, Cedric and Shelton lost is that they are now no more. So Cedric just basically cut a promo on, on Shelton saying that you're holding me back and uh, they're done. It was only a matter of time. So now this will be some sort of pre-show match, uh, which is a shame because the two of them are really good, especially Cedric. Yeah, uh, Cedric is Cedric in is in line with. Here's a name you haven't heard in, in forever in a day, Ricochet. Um, <sighs> as far as uh, that makes me so sad. As far as uh, <laughs> as far as Murphy, as far as Aleister Black, like all these guys should they should have their own faction. Like the four of them should just get together, have a heel faction, and just kick the shit out of everybody. The catering crew. <laughs> 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 I, I can't imagine being in that room when they, f- they found out that Paul Heyman was leaving that, that position. <laughs> just like, I, like he was the one that, if he was still around now, the, it, Ricochet would probably be an inter- intercontinental champion. As soon as he left, that was, everything went d- down the drain. He should have been already. Andrade left. Um, you know, Angel Garza got pushed back. Uh, freaking, uh, what's, what's your name? Zelina, gone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, all these people that, that were Heyman, uh, uh, you know, disciples are just gone. And so you imagine like, the fate the fate of your career is in the hand of one person and then he's left. He's gone. So it's just yeah, whatever. And I digress. Uh, Angel Garza, speaking of which, had a promo backstage. Um, he had a rose and he said, basically, I'm going to take this rose and shove it up uh, Drew Gulak's ass. And uh, guess what? At the he, end of the match, he lost. He did. It. He won, actually, and he did it. <laughs> and then he kicked it. <laughs> he kicked it. He literally kicked his ass with the rose in it. Um, it was just okay. Angel Garza deserves a push. He definitely deserves a push. And he listen. He's getting something. It's, it's not like he's not seen on TV. He's on TV every week. So this is if this is his level of push, then you know, hopefully, it ends up with something better than this. Um, go back over to NXT. Have a good storyline over there. <laughs> Everybody should just go back to NXT. Yeah, yeah wherever yeah. you were, just go back. Keep the big names over Raw and SmackDown. The the Randy Ortons, the Sheamuses, the Bobby Lashleys, Drew McIntyre's. Also, all those guys are good. They're they're made men. They never. He'll never have another big big name again. So basically, when they all retire, he'll just be left with nothing. Exactly. There you go. Uh, Randy Orton and Riddle. NXT is, is the future, <laughs> and the future is staying in NXT. <laughs> you just stay right iconic. here. Iconic. You stay right here. They get the iconics in NXT. <laughs> um, Randy Orton. It's and, only a matter before they go to AEW, but I digress. Absolutely. Uh, Randy Orton and Riddle are probably the the best thing uh, happening right now in Raw. Uh, they, they took on Elias and Jackson Riker, and you're probably going to see the two of them fight for the, the tag titles. They better. Which is amazing. Pete um, Dunn posted on Instagram or Twitter or something that uh, it was a picture of them in the golf cart mm. from back in the uh, uh, Dusty Rhodes classic days. Mm hmm. And it's, I think the caption has said, it's only a matter of time. <laughs> it really is. Uh, oh, so, so we had the return of Monsoor. <laughs> uh, the debut of Monsoor. Uh, de- well, I guess, yeah, I guess you can call it debut. The raw debut the of raw, Monsoor. There you go. Thank you for clarifying. So he signs this this contract, and they they, I don't know, they really kind of didn't bring up as far as the the bigness of the fact that he has like a 52 match win streak yeah um all that dates to- back to the first saudi show <laughs> uh, just unbelievable I, they, none of those should count um the uh, gets uh use your words interaction with Seamus. good god and uh Seamus <laughs> gets in his face and basically uh challenges him to a match uh, they have this match, and then it ends in disqualification. 
because Humberto uh, Carrillo, who got his ass kicked by Sheamus backstage, uh, attacks the Celtic Warrior as payback, and uh, <laughs> and so technically Mansoor is now uh, got the loss. So if you know WWE, um, is there a is there any way that Sheamus can double brogue kick someone? Yeah, it's called a Claymore kick. I was just about to say, it is it's just a Claymore. All right, cool. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, speaking of moving on, we should move on from this uh, feud here. So Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, once again, for the 700th time, defeated Naomi and Lana. Uh, moving on. Are you um, upset when Lana comes on your television? Not upset, but she's, you know, for someone who's a dancer, she's very uncoordinated. I don't know if you noticed that, but when she, like, Naomi does that slide down the ramp, Lana does it so awkwardly, and she stops, like, an inch after she tries to do it, and then she stops and does a leg kick. It's just very awkward. One day she's going to put baby oil in her knee pads, and she's going <laughs> to slide all the way under the ring. And pull a Titus on the other <laughs> And go right right in front of Adnan Verk and Corey Graves and just end up on the other side. Um, and then the main event, we have Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman. Uh, again, Braun Strowman wants to. We just we, this is the new thing. Just let's just get triple threat matches and uh, insert ourselves in it. So this is this is for him to basically uh, get uh, into this match. Uh, the end of the match uh, happens when Braun Strowman is looking to uh, body check basically Bobby Lashley runs into Drew McIntyre who is at the commentary table. Um, who by the way was was like it was weird. It's such a weird conversation. Like. Uh, uh, not Corey Graves. Um, he's the other guy that's on there. Saxton. Yeah. Yeah. He asks. He asks uh, McIntyre about uh, promo class, and he just goes into like this whole little speech about how he used to be horrible on promos, and then now he's good. It was just a whole weird thing. Uh, anyway, Strowman it, like runs into McIntyre. They shove each other. You turn the mic off when you do that. My bad. Professional. Jesus. I thought I was going to be able to. And that's it. Again, if we you're look, we're looking for a new uh, host, uh, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, no, we are looking for a third chair. <laughs> uh, Strowman hit McIntyre. They mush each other in the face. Uh, Strowman gets back in the ring, and then McIntyre. Uh, uh, Strowman gets uh, speared by Lashley. Lashley gets the win, and then McIntyre just destroys the both of them. So that's how uh, Monday Night Raw ends. Do you have as much of an issue as I do with the fact that when people come out for commentary, they come out in full gear? Uh, well, because they're going to be ready to wrestle. Yeah, but you can also... Uh, you shouldn't be ready to wrestle if you're coming out to commentate. You should be ready to fight. In which case, you should always be ready to fight. That but right. you can do it in your fucking regular clothes. But then he wouldn't be able to fight in his regular clothes. Yes, he would. He'd just be restricting. That's fine. <laughs> he got beat down anyway by Bobby Lashley, didn't he? Uh, not on Raw, no. See, this is why I should probably watch the show. This is why you should watch the show for a wrestling podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> I watch the real wrestling shows, okay? Yeah, speaking of which, NXT. How about that? Uh, starting Call off- me king of the segways. <laughs> you are the KOS. Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott and Leon Ruff in a false count anywhere match. Lord have mercy. By the way, NXT. you're the prince of segways, the POS. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yes, I am the POS. Uh, this entire NXT was for, the the bookends of this night were really good in the way that they were extremely rough uh, uh, body wise. So this Falls Count Anywhere match uh, ended up in the back. Uh, there was a, a toolbox that got thrown by Isaiah Swerve Scott at. Uh, 
<coughs> excuse me, Leon Ruff's head. That and we he, finally he used the toolbox for something. Yeah, thank you. It's always under the ring. You always see it. It had nothing in it. There was no tools in the actual toolbox. But uh, yeah, we, we actually uh, we, we saw it. So we got thrown at his head. We went to commercial. Uh, yeah, we go backstage. We come back from there. Um, I love how the, the match started where <laughs> Leon Ruff charges from one corner to the other at uh, at Scott. And Scott turned around and just put his knee up. <laughs> he just ran, Leon Ruff ran into his knee. And that's that was the start of the match. The end of the match, though, uh, we had a little uh, controversy and uh, some new faces. Some new ones, some old ones. It's, uh, some old ones? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, one old one. So we had uh, AJ Francis, who is a uh, PC recruit. Basically, Leon Ruff went to the top, uh, ca- the hard camera side, went to the top of the structure there to basically... Got there on a ladder, you uh, could tell. Yeah, no, yeah. He went on a ladder, went up steps, <laughs> got, got to the top, um, was about to do like a splash onto uh, Swerve Scott, and this big motherfucker <laughs> just comes big. out of nowhere. AJ Francis comes out of nowhere. And what with the line that he used, he said, "You must be outside of your mind." I, I, yeah. I will never forget that as long as I live. <laughs> you must be outside of your mind. <laughs> and then he proceeded to put, take him from his back. Put him, it, it, he caught him when he did the splash from from his chest, threw him onto his back, and then from his back threw him onto the rail back first. And uh, and then Swerve Scott brought him into the ring and did the JML driver and got the one two three. And now, and then all of a sudden, he, Swerve Scott has this entourage of, of people who just popped up out of nowhere. Uh, he has uh, this uh, person, Francis. There's a Shante uh, Adonis, the Adonis we, we've already seen. Do you remember what his original name was in NXT? Adonis? Yeah. No. It was a funny one. Mm. Tahuti Miles. Yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Tahuti Miles. Yes. I lied to myself. I said I'd never forget that name. Tahuti Miles. Yeah. Um, someone backstage was like, you got to change that name. Um and Brianna Brandy. So now there's this new Bianca Brandy, if I'm not mistaken. It's Brianna. Oh, Brianna. I'm Brianna. sorry. I got my names mixed up. You are mistaken. And for that, let's see here. Oh, oh man. You're wrong. You're so wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. I had it there, too. Wrong, <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong. I had, I had it queued up. You're wrong. You're wrong. Uh, You're wrong. Oh, Scrubs, I love you. All right. Um, yeah. So they have this new entourage called the Entourage, and so uh, is it just the Entourage? I, well, they don't. They 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 kept saying Entourage, <laughs> like when they were backstage. They said this is, this is my Entourage. So there's no really official name for them yet, but uh, hopefully next week we will get that. Um, Cameron Grimes versus Asher Hale, and this is not the first time or the last time, excuse me, that we will see Cameron Grimes on this episode of NXT. Uh, Grimes takes the win. Asher Hale was accused of being a copycat of I have to look up the name. Uh yeah, I'll look that up anyway. Um and I found that interesting that uh, someone pulled that up. Uh your your GYV came out with uh, it to cut a promo. I, I I thoroughly do enjoy those guys. They they are very entertaining. Um please by all means. Oh <laughs> oh. I haven't done this live. No. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. The grizzled young veterans soon to be recognized. 
as NXT Tag Team Champions. They got to the soon part, um, and then they got cut off by the music. But uh, Asher Hale, here it is. Asher Hale reacts to being called a ripoff after WWE NXT debut because online people accused him of looking like, if I could find oh. the name here, did it, did it, did it, Shane, Shane Thorne. Oh, you mean Slapjack. Slapjack. <laughs> oh, you mean. <laughs> you mean Slapjack. That should be on SmackDown anytime soon. No, this dude looks like a mixture. Oh, okay. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, Shane Thorne is absolutely correct. Yeah. No, he, he does. <laughs> he does. Um, Tommaso Ciampa and, and Timothy Thatcher are taking on your GYV and GYV losing. <laughs> um, I'm so pissed that they're just not getting pushed. Not, I, they I, had they had such a good push going for them I in feel the like, last. I feel like they they will like explode. <laughs> I feel like this is just like like Triple H is just like listen, to, just take these matches. You, you will be on every week, but then at some point you will grab those belts. Yeah, from MSK, and then you'll just go on a run. They better. <laughs> they definitely will. Um, Carrying Cross, it was in the ring. Uh, after uh, Scarlet was actually, it, it was funny. Uh, earlier in the in the night, Scarlet was in a open door meeting, <laughs> which I don't know how you have that in, with a uh, in an office with uh, William William Regal and Gargano and Austin Theory barged in. Uh, fast forward to this point here, where Carrying Cross is is uh, is in the ring. Carrying uh, Cross uh, promos, I got to give him like a C because he's not really the greatest on the mic. <laughs> He brings the intensity. He, he does. He's, uh, so he's, that's he's a, why I give him a B. He's a great wrestler. But as far as mic work, I, I give him like a C. Um, you he, think that, well, I mean, they, they don't put him with Scarlett because that's his actual wife. Mm. But you think Scarlett's there just to distract from the fact that he's not that good of a promo? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, so he was cutting that promo, and then Kyle O'Reilly's music hits, and then Pete Dunne's music hits, and then we have the return of Finn Balor, who basically just took some weeks off to uh, go on vacation. Seems like a lot of people did that. He was <laughs> when, with his wife in Mexico. Uh, okay. He was with his wife in Mexico after WrestleMania week, after him dropping the belt, and he made his return. Carrying uh, Cross just basically just destroyed everybody. <laughs> um, and then we had, uh, let's see, actually, I'm, I'm sorry, until uh, Gargano came in with uh, Austin Theory and kicked his ass. And then that's setting up for Theory against uh, Cross next week. Uh, we had Saray versus uh, Zeta Raymer. And uh, Saray won that one. I, I like her. <laughs> I think she's, uh, she's very talented. She's, she's She is quick. I hope she joins Tian Sha. <laughs> Why? Because they're Asian? I, I think it would be a good fit. I think she should be the antithesis of them. Oh, that's my SAT word. Uh, yes, but then to only turn heel and join them. There you go. If you can't beat them, join them type thing. Them. <laughs> like Kevin Durant to the Warriors. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. It came out, and then I had to think about it. <laughs> We're going with that. Uh, L.A. Knight defeating uh, Jake Atlas. I, I love L.A. Knight. Um, Santos Escobar is challenging Kushida next week to a two out of three falls uh, match. Very much looking forward to that next week. Uh, NXT. Uh all between that, we had Tony Storm give a, a promo. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Mercedes Martinez next week uh, are having their match for the title. We had Cameron Grimes go to a club um, and basically say that he was on the guest list, only to have the, the bouncer say, you're not on the guest list. A limo pull up, and Ted DiBiase comes out and says, you, rent, you just rent the whole place. Or you buy the whole place. Um, I think Cameron Grimes and Ted DiBiase at some point should 
like he should be his manager. Absolutely. <laughs> he should because DiBiase is just so good. Uh, Even though Cameron Grimes is not that bad. Oh no, not at all. I just think that just like, it, would, it would elevate him. Just like Roman Reigns and then Heyman he doesn't need Heyman, but exactly. Well, just, we didn't know how good Roman Reigns Roman Reigns was at promos before Paul Heyman. Right. I think I mean, he definitely has helped him along. Yeah. It, like he, right he now, realized. we know Cameron Grimes is a great promo. Right. Especially because he's just this whole gimmick that he's got ever since GameStop took off. Yeah. <laughs> that was just absolutely incredible. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then your main event of the night, which is the way uh, taking on Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon, uh, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell of the way. Um, holy shit. What a good match. Like it just again from from Absolutely. the first match of the night uh, with the false count anywhere to this match, I think I counted. It was either six or seven times that they jumped off of something onto somebody else, onto a, a ladder at least three times. I'm okay with that. Shotzi Blackheart went up uh, one time. In the, in the uh, Hartwell was on the announcer table. Shotzi Blackheart went up on the uh, the rafter area there and basically did like a. a uh, cross splash and like she twisted her body and splashed on the table. Um, the match ended up with uh, Candice LeRae doing the uh, a wicked stepsister onto a steel chair <laughs> with Shotzi's face, and we have new champions in uh, in the way. And uh, I sh- you should have known that when uh, Gargano in theory left the building <laughs> that they were gonna uh, take it. I, I just I should have assumed that. Because um, if they were there, they'd probably get involved somehow. So this is basically a clean win for them. So yeah, so we have new champs, and uh, I'm all for it. Me too. It uh, wasn't too soon after they didn't go on this hellacious run mm. as champions. But I think right now it would be better to have these championships held by heels and have a babyface chase chase it. Mm. Until the next takeover, see what happens after right, that. Right. I don't know who because who is in the freaking tag team division. I mean, there's, there's there's all these women, and apparently they kept pushing it as the greatest uh, women's division in, on, on the planet. Well, it is the greatest women's division on the planet. But where? But these... the, where's? It's not the greatest women's tag division on the planet. Well, hence why you have to put people like Shotzi and Ember Moon together. Like, there's no like set tag teams. It's not like MSK. Like, these, the, you know, it's rare to have. We should just yeah, just put that out there. There's, it's rare to have wrestlers come in as tag teams very rare especially for women to be tag teams. especially women yeah there's is there any there's none can you name from back in the day like there's no women's tag teams no, not a one i can't honestly i'd have to think about that for nip slips <laughs> they weren't a tag team though they weren't <laughs> like there's no there's nobody that was signed Actually, by wwe or any organization that came in like young bucks that came into an organization saying we are a tag team mandy and sonia were kind of Kind of, sort of. A tag team from the from the jump. Right, right, right. But other than that, yeah, no, not really. Yeah. So yeah, so we have new new uh, tag team champs. Uh, NXT was really good this week. I I thoroughly enjoyed. We have really quickly from the rafters. Uh, Steven just texted us that he thinks Daniel Bryan's going to Japan. Okay. Hmm. Should be interesting. I don't think so. I don't think so. Only because of wife and kid. Um, no, he can do a tour over there. That's not that. That's different than much of an issue. Yeah, I mean that's different than than staying there. But it's it is Japan. Like if you're gonna travel that far, like you're gonna be there for a while. Yeah, yeah. 
two weeks minimum. Uh, and then... <laughs> I mean, okay. Film stuff, and then you, you know, assess from there. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. I mean, but you have to set up a story like it just... like You could jump in on, on a match and just have like a one-off, but that makes no sense. So, yeah, yeah you got to... It's going to be a while. Well, yeah. If you, you want to have the... What are you doing? My cat is out of control. Your um, cats love me. They really do. They love anybody besides me. I think that's that's what it is. Do they see your face every day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of seeing him. Um, so anyway, yeah. So that's NXT. Finally, tonight. Uh, it's, I have a love, love-hate relationship with what's happening tonight. So last week on AEW, we had... Is the only reason you hate it because we were supposed to see it live? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> yes. I, I was like, there's no, there can't be another reason why you it. don't. No, All that's right. it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's it. Cody Rhodes made his return last week uh, to uh, destroy QT Marshall. QT Marshall. Marshall. <laughs> so uh, we have tonight on AEW Dynamite, we have Blood and Guts. And for anybody that does not remember the origin of Blood and Guts, uh, we can thank uh, Vince McMahon for this this name. Um, hmm? Basically, Vince McMahon was the one that came up with Blood and Guts. Really? Yeah. You don't remember the whole story of he said uh, you want to have an organization. I'm paraphrasing, but an organization that just is going to be run on Blood and Guts, and no. then Tony. Con- yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Really? I don't remember that. No, I don't. Seriously. I swear. That's the whole that was the whole the whole genesis of it. And then Tony Khan basically took that name and was like, All right, let's make a let's make a pay per view out of it and uh uh on a on a Wednesday night and they called it Blood and Guts. That's hilarious. I mean that's that's also where the brass ring came from for the, the no, ladder. The, that one I remember. But this Vince McMahon has more has more uh input. When did he say it about Blood and Guts? Uh, we'll look it up. The, the Was this a recent thing? No. Oh, so he was talking about ECW. I don't know if he was talking about ECW. That's the only thing that can come to my head of why he said that. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Um, uh, oh, go back. Oh, go up. Go up again. Calls AEW blood and guts. There you go. Mr. McMahon calls AEW blood and guts. WrestleMania's paid attendance. Blah, 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 blah. Declining. Uh, WWE CEO Vince McMahon took the opportunity to frame All Elite Wrestling as an overly violent blood and guts wrestling company during his company's quarter two earnings conference call on Thursday. Wow. This article, this article, by the way, is July 25th, 2019. Wow. As far as our competition is concerned, the, the, the old adage is that competition is good for everyone, McMahon said during the Q&A session, apparently talking about AEW. I think that's generally the case, although, again, we're hoping that to the extent that they are competition, we're hoping that they don't go in with blood and guts and gory things that they have been doing, which would be bad, unquote. And, I, and he goes on to say, I can't imagine, I can't speak for TNT, uh, but I can't imagine they put up with that. <laughs> End quote, blood and guts. There's your origin story for that one. Uh, lesson learned. And... Uh, Oh, okay. That so that's directly related to the Cody versus Dustin match. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. that's that's so now we know Vince right. McMahon did in fact watch Double or Nothing. Yes. So he watched okay. Double or Nothing. He's he said on that on that Q and A session on his call. Yes. That uh, he said that TNT is probably not going to put up with that. Well, yeah, they are. So tonight we're going to have thank you, thank you Vince for uh, inputting for another company, Blood and Guts. So we are having the inner circle. Comprised of Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Ortiz, Santana, and Sammy Guevara taking on the pinnacle, which is Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood, MJF, Sean Spears, and Warlow. And uh, outside the ring will be Tully Blanchard. With Tully Blanchard. With Tully Blanchard. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Outside the ring, 
Oh, because it's it's not like it's not like Hell in a Cell where you can be in the cage but outside the ring. outside the cage. So it's outside. Yeah. So the rules for this make sure about the rules that. for this will be uh, it sounds like a uh, like a uh, war games. It is war games. It is essentially it is fucking war games. Two men. Let's let's just be honest. Two men will start after five minutes. The third man will enter after that. Every two minutes, a new man will enter. The pinnacle has the advantage, um, and uh, match can only end when all competitors have entered the cage. And match can only end by submission or surrender. This is war games. (laughs) This is war games to T. You just basically stole the rules. Okay, so we're gonna. I'm gonna put this out there right now. Mm -hmm. It is gonna be Sammy and Sean Spears to start. Okay. Correct, because of their promo from yes. a couple weeks ago. Yes, yes, yes. From uh, yeah, last week, wasn't it? So during the uh, parlay. parlay. Thank you. Glad I could help. Yes. If it's going to be them two starting, the next person that comes in is going to be from the Pinnacle. Correct. It would have to be yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say it's going to be one of FTR. It'll be Dash, then da- uh, Cash, then Dax. Who comes in last, MJF or Wardlow? I would think it'd be MJF. MJF comes last. Comes last, right? And then Wardlow comes in right before and rough shots everybody. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be the same. They're going to come in the order of the promo that that happened. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, that seems about right. Yeah, that makes sense. Looking forward to it so much, and I wish I was there. Damn it. Um, who goes over? <sighs> It's gonna be somebody, somebody like Sammy or Sean. Like it's gonna be someone that you you didn't expect, or or maybe one of like uh, Dax. Really? Or, yeah, it, it can't be like a big name. It's got to be like the whole point of it being someone that is on the lower end of the group. Maybe it's, it's, it's like one pinfall, not right, not eliminator style. Right. It's okay. Just okay. One okay pinfall, I got yeah. it. So it, it is exactly. It's exactly. It's exactly war, war games. It's exactly war games. See this surrender thing. That makes it different. That makes it weird for me. Or surrender. Weird in a in in a good way though, because okay. it's like what's what's gonna happen? Who's gonna surrender? Surrender makes me believe that it's gonna be the inner circle that wins. Uh, okay. Santana and Ortiz just take out machetes. <laughs> I give up. I give up. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I can't wait. I just, Do they I, bring in objects? I mean, they do it in war games. That's what I'm saying. But you have to bring it in with you before. Well, that's not, that's not true. In war games, they, they were the women. They they went outside. What's her name? Uh, Io Shirai went outside the ring to got a ta- table. Or she went up on top of the, the the cage with the. That was before she entered the match. She entered the match by jumping off the cage. Okay. Well, how about Raquel Gonzalez and the table? I thought also that was also before she entered the like Pat I, McAfee with the tables. That was before he entered the match. All right, okay, I guess. I mean, it's no steel cage match where if you leave, you right. win. That's what my point. That's my point. My yeah, point being is that, I you get can, that you can leave and come back. But I don't think anybody does. I don't know. Um, and uh, listen, if they if they're taking the, the rules straight from uh, from war games, then you can leave. <laughs> you can leave. Do whatever you got to do. Get get your weapon and come back. With the original war games with roofs, like a hell in a cell match. Yes. So is this going to have a roof? I don't know. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, uh, WCW War Games. Yeah, there was there was a there was a roof on it. It was like it was like a big Hell in a Cell times two, but also not as big because it was no not as big. But it was go on the outside, right? Right? Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> this this whole this whole saga just is is so good. Um, we have uh, Kenny Omega and uh, MT Nakazawa. <laughs> I love that name. Uh, taking on John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Uh, the two of them cracked me up. Um, who do you think? Uh, who do you got with this one? Uh, strictly because it's with Nakazawa, mm-hmm. I think Eddie and King, Eddie and John take that. Okay. Yeah, I, I legitimately only because it's it gives it gives a reason for Kenny to lose, right? But also not get pinned, not get pinned or lose his titles. Yeah, <laughs> he he'll never lose his titles. Okay, relax. Uh, where's uh where's uh, Swan right now? Um, Cody Rhodes is taking on QT Marshall. Cody Rhodes returned last week. In, a, in an amazing way. He was in the bus. <laughs> and I'm I'm so glad that Tony made mention that he was. He's like, oh, we know who that is. Like, at least he made it real. Right, right. <laughs> he like, wasn't acting stupid. Like, uh, who could possibly be in the... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. What? Who's that? <laughs> Come on. We know who it is. We see the blonde hair shining through the light. <laughs> we have a... You think Cody was pissed about that? Like, damn it. I wanted to black it out. It'd be a real surprise when I open the door. Well, you know, he switches hair color every five seconds so he could no he that. doesn't he switched it once he could have done that he could have he could have switched it he switched it once and made him look like the dude from lazy town <laughs> call back um we, <laughs> we have a four-way tag team eliminator match with the winner uh getting a future tag title shot uh scu scu's gonna win take i don't even need to hear who's gonna be in there <laughs> scu is gonna win so your number four ranks uh acclaimed with uh, Anthony Bowens and Max Caster. New York Zone. New York Zone. Uh, taking on the Varsity Blondes, Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison. Uh, ooh, what? Tomorrow, I believe, on Vice is episode one. Is it really? Dark Side, of the, oh, uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Dark Side of the Moon. I um, almost said Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> oh, is it real? Yeah, and I think it's oh, I think it's Brian Pillman, the, the, se- the yes, it is. season I can't wait. premiere. Season premiere. Speaking, speaking of which, and I was going to hold off to the end of the show, but I uh, might as well. Since we we're on that tangent, have you watched any of uh, AEW's oh, AEW's A and E's uh, biography WWE? No, I haven't, and I know I need to because the the, the I know the stone. Well, we had mentioned that the Stone Cold. I I, was, I saw the article about Stone Cold's names, and right. that was mentioned in there. Yes, I need to watch it. I know that, especially for the I've heard the Roddy one was also good. So the Roddy one, Roddy one was insanely good. Um, there's stuff in there. The difference between the two is that I think we all know more of Stone Cold since that's our era. I mean, I was alive when Piper and, and WrestleMania won, but I don't. I didn't know him like what they showed in this. Like his daughter yeah. got in, and he was like heavily involved in, you know, just drugs and, Piper in a bad way. And so seeing that was was great in, in getting to know him. Whereas in Stone Cold, like it's the same story that most of us already know. Yeah. Um. But it's still it's still really good. Then they had Randy Savage, which I still haven't watched yet. I can't wait to see that. This week, though, I think might be my least interested, horrible grammar, interested watch uh, of the AEW, A&E, I keep saying it, A&E biographies, and it's Booker T. Oh. I really have just no no interest. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I, I know he listens to the podcast. but I just, yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> Booker, give us Queen of the Ring. Go, go talk <laughs> Listen, to yeah, Pull some strings. Come on. I think... I just want to know. Yes. Are they going to give his real reaction to when Vince McMahon said the N-word to John Cena? They should. They should. That's what I really want to know. Yeah. Other than that, I'm okay with Booker T's 
unless unless he's going to make mention that he will be a five time Hall of Famer, I don't want to hear anything else. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, go, go catch uh, A and E. There you go. Uh, WWE biography. It's, it's really how many good. episodes are there? Just the three? No, there's uh, four, six. Jesus. Yeah, it's like six or six, six or eight. I think it's six. But uh, between that and now, Dark Side of the Ring uh, coming up ne- uh, tomorrow. I, I thought it was like next week or two weeks. But I think it, I'm pretty sure it's tomorrow. <sighs> Man, don't call me tomorrow. Um, anybody? I don't care who you are. Uh, anyway, Varsity Blondes. We got on the tangent because of Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, taking on Jung- Jurassic Express, taking on SCU, and you're t- you're saying SCU is going to take this? Yes, okay. they have to. They have. They have to. All right. Um, they said that if they lose again as a tag team, they're not going to be a tag team anymore. Right. So why would you have them come out and spit off at 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 the Young Bucks if they're going to lose in this match? I uh, tend to agree. May sixth. Part one, May eighth, part two. Yeah, that is Dark Side of the Ring. Wait, so Thursday and Saturday. Yes, part one and part that, one and two. That's what it says. As soon as I looked it up on Google. Okay, let's. Um, I'm all for it, man. I, I, anything Dark Side of the Ring, I'm all for. Probably the the, the best wrestling documentary uh, series ever. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> ever, ever. Um, yeah, and uh, that that seems like it's it. Uh, I also want to talk about really quick Miro last week uh, destroyed Kip. We um, finally have a wrestler in AEW that's not associated with someone, and I'm happy for that. In Miro. In Miro. Yeah. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> Until Lana gets comes over. Um, that will never be happen. No. CJ will never be in CJ. AEW. <laughs> that is CJ. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that is it. And then uh, it's. If she were to go to AEW, she'd be known as the sensational Perry. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I lost all credibility. Um, <laughs> that, that is it. Blood and guts tonight. We have uh, SmackDown uh, in two days, and then we do it all over again. We have our go home shows next week for WrestleMania Backlash. <laughs> Jeez, if we just get away from this entire string of uh, of these cards, uh, these matches, man, they're just the same over and over again. That'd be great. I would. Uh, I would greatly appreciate it. Anything else before we head out? I I think that's it. it, it it's it's good to see you. It is like it's in good the to flesh, see you too. like literally in the flesh. I I'm touching his arm as we speak. It's, 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 you like that? Ooh, the touch of another human. <laughs> uh, man, it's so weird. Ladies and gentlemen, please hit us up on Sons of Slam on Twitter. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Sons of Slam on Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. I leave you with a Joe Black request. We are back. If you would have held a gun to my head and said, who sang this song, as I, I would have died. As I did before we recorded. I, I know. <laughs> I said, uh, with gun to head, who sings this right now? Yeah. This so, is- if you're hearing this, we're all in hell. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording from hell. That's why it's a little scratchy. Um, yeah. Mr. Ace Freely of uh, Kiss fame. They all, fun fact, they all went on their solo careers, and this was probably the most popular of the solo efforts. And this is o- his only hit. <laughs> his only mainstream hit is New York Groove. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you guys next week. Until then, peace out. Be bay. You better believe. I'm back. Back in the New York Groove.
Sons of Slam podcast. 